Welcome to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and we are coming to you live from New York City right here on TalkingAlternative.com. And this is also my last show of the year, of 2012, as next week we have Christmas Eve and then New Year's Eve, and uh, I will return on January 7th, and we'll talk a little bit later about some of the guests that we have lined up for next year. So in trying to come up with a theme or or an idea for this show. I know last year I just sort of recapped everyone who was on the show as kind of a big thank you for the year. This year, uh, instead of mm-hmm. instead of doing that, I thought, you know, let's talk about how to take what's happened to you in this past year and move forward with that, whether it be good stuff, bad stuff, because, you know, not every day is a great day. And so how do we take that and how do we move forward into the new year? And to help me through all of that, I have uh, a woman who is no stranger to the show. She's been on a couple of times, and that is licensed clinical social worker and founder of Real Beauty is Lori Field. So, Lori, welcome. Uh, welcome back. Hi, Karen. I'm excited. So, like I said, you know, I was trying to sort of put together this theme on how to take our experiences and, and how do we carry that over into into the new year in and, and what I hope would be a positive way. So, what's a good place, whether we had a great year or not so great year, what's a, how do we start looking at... at um, taking what we've learned and moving forward? What's a good jumping off point? Yeah, that's a really great question. I think, you know, two things for me when you ask that question. So I'll start with the first one is... Oh, oh hello, Lori? Oh, I think we're losing you a little bit there. You're sort of coming, cutting in and out. Hey, can you hear me? Mm, you're not... Not really. It's still sort of in and out. It's kind of like choppy. Um, I think what we're going to do is we'll take a very, very quick break, Lori, and we'll have you call back. Um, at are you? I'll have you call back on on the two one two number. So I'll have you hang up. We'll take a little like quick, quick break, and I'll have you call back at two one two seven two one eight one eight three. And we'll try and kind of get you into, enter you into the system again so we can hear you a little bit better. Because I know there's a lot of good stuff to say, and I don't want it to be all choppy and people not be able to hear. So we're going to take a really quick break. And then, Lori, I'll have you call, uh, call back in. And we'll just have perhaps a longer segment on this second segment for us. So, um, again, I'll have you call back in at the 212-721-8183. Is that okay? Perfect. Okay. All right. Thanks. Everybody stay tuned. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 
212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. Are you concerned about the future of your business or career? Would you like it all to just be better? Well, the way to do that is through better communication. And the best way to do that is training from the team at Improving Communications. This is Larry Sharp, host of the Ivory Tower Radio Program and director at Improving Communications. Does your office need better leadership, customer service, sales, or maybe better writing or speaking skills? Could they be better at dealing with confrontation, conflicts, and touchy subjects? All are covered here at Improving Communications. If you're in the New York City area, stop by one of our public classes or get your human resources in touch with us. The website is improvingcommunications.com. That's improvingcommunications.com. Improve your professional environment. Be more effective. Be happier and make more money. Improving Communications. That's the answer. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I'm your host, Karen Litzy. I'm joined today by Lori Fields, founder of Real Beauty Is, which you can find at realbeautyis.com. And of course, live radio, you know, these things happen. So uh, last segment, we had a little sound trouble. So we're back. We're going to have an extra long segment to really get into the show. So Lori, are you there? I am here. Can you hear me okay? Yes, yes. This is much better. Yes. Before it was one of those, like every other word you would say would cut out. So that is not that does not make for a very good interview. Okay. So, as I was saying, we want to take a look at what happened in the past year and carry that over into the new year. So, what is a good jumping off point for people when they sort of look back and reflect on how their year went? And yeah, moving it's forward. a great question and I think it's also a really important one and even just to take a moment to acknowledge that you know, whether or not you are a fan of or enjoy, you know, making resolutions, at the end of the year is, is such a wonderful opportunity to take a moment and, and really self-reflect. And you can reflect on the past, you know, year. You can reflect on, you know, your life up until this point. But it's, it's really such a powerful um, opportunity to reflect and to think about all the things that, have um, shaped who you are and what is present in your life up until this point. So one, just engaging in that activity of reflection can be extremely powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, And so two, to answer your question very specifically, I think that there's two components here that are really important. And 
One of them is the concept of gratitude, which I know that um, people talk about all the time and probably the people tuning into this show are very, very familiar with. But um, it's tremendously powerful. And, you know, the spin that I like to take on gratitude also is that, you know, we tend to reflect back and we think about things that have happened to us in the past. And we tend to immediately label them good or bad. Mm-hmm. We, we um, you know, place some kind of judgment on all the things that have happened to us or are happening to us right now. And I think that as soon as we become quick to label something, that we really strip away the opportunity to um, assign that situation meaning and purpose. So I think we minimize and lose our sort of ability to create meaning and have it be a lesson for us and have it really um, shape us powerfully as we move forward. So even the things that happened to us in the past that were uncomfortable, that were painful, that created suffering, that we did not enjoy, um, that maybe created failure, all of those difficult challenges that we have been presented with, excuse me, in our life so far, that the more you can shape your perspective and hold the perspective that all of these life experiences, they are here for me to learn a lesson. They are here to really help create and shape, um, you know, my core self and who I want to be and who I'm striving for in the world in the world for the rest of my life. So um, I think that that really helps them to say, you know, maybe there's a purpose here. And maybe whether it was, you know, losing someone we were close to or losing a job opportunity or, you know, just failing at something that we thought we were going to succeed at, that Mm -hmm. there's something to that experience. And the more that you can almost um, anchor into, well, what is it that I need to learn from this, then the, the more you open yourself up to the opportunity to evolve and create more meaning in your life. And, you know, let's say something happened in your life that, you know, it's always easy. I know you said sort of that labeling of good and bad or something that made Mm -hmm. you feel very good or something that made you feel very, very not so good, let's say. So I know it's very easy to kind of reflect upon the stuff that happened that made you feel good or made you feel happy or proud or what have you. But I know it's a lot of times it's a little bit harder to to acknowledge that when perhaps you're more preoccupied with the not-so-great stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. So how can someone sort of get over that, that hurdle of, of breaking past the not-so-bad stuff? Yeah, I think that there's two things. Or the not-so-good so stuff. It's recognizing that you have a choice. That's the big one. Mm-hmm. So recognizing that you have a choice how you're going to respond and react to everything that happens to you in your life. So the choice is yours, how you're going to interpret all the things that show up in your life, whether, whether they're things that cause suffering or whether they're things that create, you know, tremendous joy. The choice is yours. So taking a moment to get mindful, which is the other piece of getting really present to um, the quality of your thoughts. So something happens, it's really um, stressing you, let's say, and, mm-hmm. you know, that's your sort of first response to it, that, that you always have the opportunity to take a moment and go, wait a minute, 
So why, why am I responding to it this way? What is going on that I'm having this reaction? And sometimes when you do that and you get really honest about it, it's a matter of recognizing that this has just simply been our longstanding pattern of behavior, mm-hmm. that maybe we respond this way all the time to things that stress us out or throw us off our course or frustrate us or cause us some kind of pain, that maybe, maybe now I'm noticing as I'm getting mindful that my immediate reaction is always this one. Mm-hmm. So once you begin to notice what your actual thoughts and reactions are, then the next step is to be able to get, excuse me, clear on your why. So why is it that I respond this way? And maybe it takes a while to figure that out. Maybe mm-hmm. it takes, you know, working with a professional to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Getting to the heart of understanding yourself, which is kind of your why in all situations. Why am I reacting this way? Why does this trigger me? Mm-hmm. Why do I have a, such a tough time moving beyond this? Whatever mm-hmm. the question is going to be for you. But getting clear on why you're reacting this way is, is, you know, it's the most powerfully liberating thing you can do to be able to move through old ways of being that are no longer serving you. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to help you create meaning and purpose as you move forward in your life. And now I know that you were saying the why, the why, the why, and I think a lot of people when they get into tough situations initially think, why is this happening to me? Yeah. And why... Why is that not a good thing? Like, why? <laughs> There's a lot of well, whys not, here, I think. <laughs> That's a good question. You know, and then I think here's such a golden opportunity, right? Because we're not going to label it good or bad, right? It is, it is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. So it's noticing your thought, right? So let's take an example. So I have a friend who has been trying for a very, very long time to get pregnant, mm-hmm. and she's having such a hard time and feeling like giving up on all the strategies, you know, that that they've tried. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've talked about, I'm sure that she's asking herself, why is this happening to me? And so frustrated and saddened, you know, by by, um, the reality for her. Mm -hmm. I think there's nothing wrong with saying, why is this happening to me in any situation? But then to not let it sit there, to not let it sit in this space where it feels um, like you're the victim and it feels toxic and it feels like there's no um, solution and you feel in despair. Mm-hmm. So maybe instead of like, why me as sort of the victim or poor me, that it's why me? Like, what, what am I supposed to learn from this? Maybe I'm supposed to learn, you know, to um, see things in a different way. Maybe I'm supposed to learn that I've been so anxious and scared and maybe if I can address my fears, maybe that will help me get to a place where I can more easily get pregnant. I mean, I'm just throwing out random, sure, you know, sure. this, is, this is not um, necessarily the solution for her, but it's really examining, okay, why me? Let me take a look as sort of like this kind of scientific spiritual observer. Mm-hmm. What's going on in my life? May, you know, maybe she's not supposed to have kids. You know, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't know. But in order for you to feel good about who you are and create a powerful life. It never comes from this place of um, feeling sorry for yourself mm-hmm. or um, 
you know, feeling stuck, you know, feeling stuck in the darkness. I think darkness is so helpful to getting us to the point where we can see the light. Mm -hmm. But holding that perspective that there's something more, there's something more for me to learn. And and none of us are going to be able to shape and control all the things that are going to happen to us. And I imagine that for all of us, our journeys are going to lead us in ways that we hadn't intended and we hadn't expected. And sometimes it's good and sometimes it's painful. Mm -hmm. But underneath all of it is a meaning for us about how we're going to respond and how we're going to use what's happening right now to create the life that we do want for ourselves. And what do you say to people when, you know, let's say something not ideal happens and, you know, everyone's like, oh, it just takes time. Mm-hmm. Oh, time heals all wounds. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in, in a way, is that not sort of a passive answer to things? Do you know what I mean? Um, like, I, versus like, are you going to be proactive about taking responsibility as to what's going on? Or are you just sitting back and letting time go by? I think with everything that happens to us, that, and I would say especially for women, because we're such emotional creatures, mm-hmm. and that women, um, women really feel their way through life. Um, much more um, easily, you know, just to make a generalization. It's not always the case, but women are feelers, and we're highly sensitive, and we're highly emotional creatures. So I think when something like that happens and someone's saying, oh, it takes time, you know, first of all, it's irrelevant, I think, what someone else (laughs) says to you about it. And I think the truth (laughs) is, the more you get to know yourself, the more you figure out, and honor exactly what you're going through right now. You know, it starts with getting clear. Like, okay, I'm experiencing pain. Okay, fine, experience pain. And, and really honoring that this is where you are in your life right now. And sometimes it requires sitting inside um, ambiguity, sitting inside uncertainty, sitting inside pain, that that takes a, a tremendous amount of strength to be able to sit in that place and not wish it away. Because, you know, I think we all have the tendency to, sometimes to, to so quickly want to get to a better place. Mm-hmm. Quickly well, want to feel good. Right, and especially in an age where everything is so instantaneous. Yeah. You know, email, Twitter, like you expect everything to happen quickly, and then when it doesn't, it makes you feel worse. Yeah, and I think it's a chance for each person individually to um, be able to understand themselves better, to honor what's really happening, to spend time uh, getting clear on why your response is this way, and to take whatever time it is, you know, each one of us is on our own journey. It's so crazy how so, you know, we spend so much time, you know, kind of looking around Mm -hmm. and other people are doing and being driven by these external expectations and feeling like we have to achieve xyz and you know the real heart and soul of our journey here on life is it's so much about you know where we're at what we want how we're feeling what lights us up you know what's your you know <laughs> you know the po- i think the point of life is to live your life so that when you look back you go wow like i'm really proud of who i was I'm really proud of the meaning 
that I created in my life. Mm-hmm. Whatever's happening for you today, there's meaning there. So, you know, stay in the meaning. And if it's pain, then, you're, then maybe that's where you're supposed to be mm-hmm. until you have clarity and a sense that that's not the right place for you anymore. Mm-hmm. And the more you know yourself and trust yourself, the easier this process is because you'll know when you're ready to sort of move to another phase. Okay, and then you, so I'm going to kind of ask a follow-up on, on something that you just said, and that's sort of that concept of regrets. And, you know, how, how can you minimize them <laughs> uh, if, if, if that's even possible? And, and how can you kind of project that into next year? In a, in a more meaningful way, positive way, if you will? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I, I had wrote a piece about this on my website, and I always reference um, Jeff Bezos, who's the CEO of Amazon.com, mm-hmm. because I watched a video of him speaking, and he was talking about when he wanted to um, start Amazon, and that he, he um, came up with this sort of way of thinking about how to make this choice for himself career-wise. And he calls it the regret minimization framework. Uh-huh. It's totally a nerdy term, you know, but, but it works. So basically the, his theory is I'm going to project myself out right now to the age of 80, and I'm going to look back on my life. And, you know, I really want to think about when I'm 80, am I going to regret, you know, leaving my job and potentially taking a huge leap of faith and starting this company, Amazon, which he had no idea, obviously, how it was going to Obviously. Or am I going to regret that I never did something Uh that I knew in my heart I really wanted to try? And I think that when we're up against even daily situations, Mm -hmm. you know, we have to make decisions and choices about how we're going to spend our time, what we're going to do, who we're going to hang out with, what we're going to buy, what we're going to eat. Every day we make these choices. And I think the more that we get really present and mindful into our why of why we're making this choice, Mm -hmm. and then, too, sort of using this measurement of minimizing regret that, you know, when I'm I'm 80, is this this decision really going to matter to me? Mm. And if it is, which one is going to be the one that I'm going to regret least? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which course of action? Mm you know, I recently came across another strategy that I'm absolutely in love with. It's called the 10-10-10 rule. Okay. Have you heard about this? No. So there's this woman called Susie Welch, and this is her rule. But basically, it's very simple. She says every time that she's in a situation where there appears to be no solution, she asks herself three questions. One is, what are the consequences of my decision in 10 minutes? What are the consequences in 10 months and then in 10 years? Mm-hmm. And I think it's really it's such a simple and brilliant strategy that, you know, you can use it for anything. Like sure. thinking about, um, you know, the way we eat. Let's say you're, you're trying to be healthy and fit, right? And you're like at a party and there's cookies and all this sugar and all this mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, well, what are the consequences, you know, in 10 minutes? Well, the consequences are eating this is going to, you know, in 10 minutes make me feel really good because this is what I really want. Well, Uh in 10 months, probably if I'm eating this way regularly, it's throwing me off being able to achieve my goals. Right. You know, and in 10 years, if if I'm doing this 
this behavior all the time, it's definitely, you know, it's not going to lead me down the path to achieving what I'm saying I most desire. Mm -hmm. So being able to use that rule up against any of your decisions. And that kind of also helps you perhaps set your goals for for the next, you know, some people have set goals, some people don't. But I think if using that to kind of set your goals and guide you a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, it is because I think that inherently in that rule that you have to have some sense of what's important to you. Mm-hmm. You have to have some sense of, um, well, what are you even trying to create in your life? What are you striving for? And I think that this is a really good point because many of us go through our lives without carving out time on a regular basis to say, you know, what am I focused on? What matters most to me? Mm-hmm. And the more that you can take the time, I think even on a daily basis, and this is something I implement in my life all the time, that at the beginning of the day I say, okay, at the end of the day, what do I most want to accomplish? And sometimes it's not, you know, a tangible thing. Sometimes it's not, you know, I want to work with X amount of clients and make this amount of money and all this. Sometimes it's I want to feel really joyful today. Mm-hmm. All right, what do I need to do to do that? I want to feel really creative today. Okay, so that's the goal. That, you know, so I think the more, you know, I actually feel like this is a really powerful way. And when I work with my clients, this is what we talk about, you know, every day. So what's... What is your intention? Let's reflect back from the end of the day. What do you want from yourself mm-hmm. out of this day? Yeah, and I think I think that that's very important if, you know, every day kind of checking. It's a way to kind of check in with yourself, number one, with which a lot of people don't do. It's just get out of bed, brush my teeth, go to work. Yeah. You know, where there's no checking in to see, well, what are you really feeling? And, and to have a simple word which is is really not that simple by the way to say <laughs> how do i want to feel today that's not an easy thing it's not you know but i mean maybe does it get easier the more you practice that it does get easier and i think that's exactly the word is practice that's mm-hmm. that is the word that i use with my clients all the time is that and that's how i feel about my own life and me doing this kind of work is it's a continual practice mm-hmm the same in learning anything, you know, so this is a new tool that I, I give a client and it's hard. Yeah, but it, it's hard because you're not used to it and you're not in the habit of it. It's like, it's like creating any kind of habit. It takes like a good month before right. you feel like, oh, it starts to feel like it's part of who you are. Right, right. And I, I also think it's great to hold that concept of being in practice all the time because none of us get it right all the time. None of us, you know, everybody has days that just don't go well. Or yeah, everybody really... has a day that sucks. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's the practice. That's, you know, that's also such a powerful part of being a human being and being on your own journey is, well, how do I interpret and find meaning out of what's happening for me now? Mm-hmm. And, and on that note, um, after this very long segment, um, we're going to take a very quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. And, and um, I actually have a question that I just thought of, but I will ask it of you when we come back. So everybody okay. stay tuned. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 
Hi, I'm Dana. And I'm Don. We are certified certified mediators. And I am a family and couples licensed therapist and author of Please Don't Buy Me Ice Cream. Our show, New Beginnings, is about helping you and your family recover financially and emotionally and start the beginning of your life. We'll answer your questions on divorce, family court, co-parenting, personal development, new relationships, blending families, and more. Dana and I will bring you to a place of empowerment and belief that even though marriages may end, families are forever. Join us every Monday starting September 10th at 10 a.m. on TalkingAlternative.com. Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and we are joined today by a clinical social worker and founder of RealBeautyIs.com, life coach Lori Fields, and we're talking about how to best take our experiences from, from this past year and begin to move them into next year and, and you know, kind of how we want to feel and, and what what we want our life to be, I guess. So, um, Lori, last segment, we were talking about that the idea of practicing kind of how you want to feel. And I guess my question is, is let's say, you know, you've had a bad day, week, month, previous weekend, whatever. And I think a lot of people are tempted to say, well, today I just want to feel happy. Mm-hmm. And then what happens at the end of the day if you don't? You know, is it like, did you fail? Did you, you know, how do you look at that? Well, you know, I think it's such an individual experience. It's so Mm -hmm. personal that it's kind of, it's hard to say without, um, you know, speaking directly to that person and figuring out, like, what happened to them during the day. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that, again, like any other situation, it's an opportunity of deep self-awareness and self-reflection. And if you wake up and you say, my goal is to feel happy today, and you think about, you know, what are some things that I can do that are going to make me feel happy, and you actually execute and take action 
um, and you still don't feel happy, then in many ways um, it's kind of a moment of enlightening that, well, maybe the things that I thought were going to make me happy are actually not the things that make me happy. Mm-hmm. So this is a golden opportunity and extremely powerful to say, wow, let me rethink what I thought would bring me happiness. And I think that happens to a lot of us, that we get wrapped up in this vision that is sort of this false vision. Maybe the vision wasn't even created by us. Maybe it was a vision from, I don't know, our parents, our spouse, society, Mm -hmm. whatever, about what we thought was going to bring happiness, and it doesn't. Then, wow, what an amazing opportunity to go, I have a chance here to reshape and to identify for myself and define for myself what is going to make me happy. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and again, it's a practice and a journey. Mm-hmm. And for some people, it's easier to figure out. And for others, sometimes it takes a lifetime. But to me, I feel like God, there's no more purposeful way to live your life than figuring out what makes you come alive and feel happy and live a life that feels like you're anchored into something deep and meaningful. Because that's the only way to really accomplish all the things in your life that you want to accomplish. It's the only way to affect, you know, real powerful change for yourself or mm-hmm. for anybody else. Mm-hmm. It's service to this world. You have to first be of service to yourself. Otherwise, you're operating on, you know, an empty tank of gas. You have nothing to give. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, you know, that makes perfect sense in in really any profession or any way of of life that you may have, whether you're, you know, like myself, a physical therapist, a stay-at-home mom, whatever. You know, I guess if you don't, if you can't take care of yourself, how can you elicit a change in someone else? Yeah, and I think it's also an opportunity to, like, just as an example from me personally, you know, I've been a social worker for a very long time, Mm -hmm. and I I always knew, you know, from the time I was a tiny child, I always knew that I was meant to um, do something in this world uh, of service in that way, some kind of, you know, psychology, social work, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of of career. And I ended up working in a psychiatric emergency room for about six years, and it was so challenging and exhilarating, and it was an amazing opportunity. Mm -hmm. Drained me. So much that I, you know, in the moment at the time, I don't even think I realized um, that I was really depleted and mm-hmm. probably, de- you know, probably a low-grade depression. And mm-hmm. I was taking on, you know, the emotional situations of all of the patients that I was seeing in the hospital. And I definitely reached the threshold and I got very confused because I felt like, well, I'm doing my, you know, I'm fulfilling my purpose in life. I know this is what I'm supposed to do. How come it's feeling so bad, so wrong? And I think that that's a moment to say, you know, you can still do what you want to do in the world. Maybe it's just a different way. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm still going to coach people, counsel people, whatever it is, but I have to find another way because the, way, the track that I'm on is leaving me empty. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, you just, your resources are so low that you can't possibly be good anymore what you're doing. You know, I was not my most powerful self by any means. I was a version 
of myself. Mm-hmm. I wasn't the real me. Mm-hmm. And so there's ways, you know, when, when these things happen to us, it's such this gift from, from life to say, you have to find another way. There's something else you're supposed to do or there's another way that you can do it. And it's a chance to give yourself that sacred space to discover. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't give ourselves enough space, I don't think, to, like, to play and have fun and be creative and get inspired and, and give ourselves that, that gift of figuring out what lights us up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, and this leads into another interesting question, and, and it's, you know, starting to maybe pay more attention to your thoughts and, you know, I have a lot of talk, a lot of neuroscience on this show as it relates to treatment with patients and physical therapy. And, you know, the, uh, something that I said last week with uh, Adrian Lowe, who was on the show, and we were talking about thoughts. And this is something David Butler says a lot, is that thoughts are impulses, too. Mm. So thoughts create, you know, a biological change. Yeah. You know, they create a certain what, what we call neurotag within the brain. So there are certain cells that are, you know, that come together to make that thought happen. Right. And so I think, you know, what we, we kind of emailed uh, ahead of time. And when you said, you know, paying close attention to your thoughts and thoughts become things. Yeah. And they do. You know, it's, it's from looking even from a biological standpoint, like a thought is an impulse. And it's something that can't be ignored, I don't think. I, I think it's such um, it's an integral you know, piece of our, of our foundation and, our, and being able to create and live you know, what we really want from our lives has so much to do with the thoughts that we're thinking mm-hmm. and what we're saying to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, a, there's a quote from, I think it's Marianne Williamson, who says, no one whispers in your ear more than you do. Mm. And I think it's so true. And it's um, just a wonderful thing to keep in mind because I think we are always affected and by all these external things and we, what people say to us and people's judgments and whatever it is. But I think we do that to ourselves far more frequently than anybody else ever does to us. Oh, yeah. For sure. So, and there's a there's a gentleman, a guy named Mike Dooley, mm-hmm. and he has a website which I um, highly recommend people checking out. It's called tut.com. It's t-u-t.com. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, his whole philosophy is thoughts become things. And I think about it in terms of energy. I think about it like this: that every time we have a thought, we've just exchanged a moment of our life for that thought. Hmm. So what are you willing to exchange your life for? What kinds of thoughts are you, you know, willing and wanting to have? And that really getting mindful and taking stock in the quality of your thoughts. And even, you know, you can start this process so simply by not even trying to change them in the beginning, but just getting aware. Mm-hmm. Becoming aware of what they are. Sometimes it helps to um, work this out with a friend or a coach or whoever you choose because oftentimes, you know, we say things and we're so used to saying them, we don't even recognize that this is how we're speaking. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and absolutely. Most of my clients, when we start working together, don't even realize the things that they say that are so self-sabotaging mm-hmm. and so self-defeating. And the only way to be able to change that, the only way, you know, that you can to use these sort of cliches of like, you know, attract what you want into your life and all have the life that you really want is to know who you are right now. Mm-hmm. How did this story come to be? How did my thoughts come to be like this? Because the more you understand it, the more you're aware of it, the easier it becomes to move beyond it. It's the, it's the only key to moving beyond it. Otherwise, if you're not even aware of it or you don't care or you don't think it really shapes your life, then nothing will ever be different. Mm-hmm. So we actually spend a lot of time with my clients identifying and getting them aware of what beliefs and ways of thinking are drastically limiting their ability to have what they want in their life. Mm-hmm. Right, like, you know, thinking, well, I'm just waiting waiting for the other shoe to drop, or, you know, perhaps saying, oh, I, I would, you know, love to do A, B, C, or D, but, you know, I just don't think I can, like having those kinds of... Yeah, or saying, like, oh, I'm not that creative, or... Mm say things to ourselves all the time and mm-hmm. women in particular we say things to ourselves all the time that we probably don't even realize are are just so self-defeatist and so limiting you know and the more we get aware of that that's mm-hmm. where our power lies to say you know what i have a choice i don't have to think this way it doesn't mean that it's going to be super easy to change all of that around mm-hmm. but the only way to even you know make it better just a little bit is to get clear on the thoughts and the ways of thinking that are really limiting, mm-hmm. you know, your ability to feel good about who you are. Sure, sure. And, you know, it, whether you had a good year or a bad year, in whatever aspect of your life, sort of looking back on, on the year, I think if you have these sort of negative thoughts, you know, they, they in the PT world we call them thought viruses, which I think is kind of an easy way for people because you know everyone knows a virus is not a good thing so to have these sort of thought viruses floating around in your head you know I guess the first step of in maybe in the new year for people is to first at least identify that maybe you're doing that mm-hmm. maybe you have those thoughts and then take the small steps to to get rid of them but like you said it's not it's that's not an easy it's much easier said than done it is, but there, it's so, um, I love this concept, too, of I try to sort of remind people that, you know, sometimes making huge progress and, and radical change in your life doesn't have to be because you, you know, had these, like, quantum leaps of um, moments of awareness or changing all these habits. Like, sometimes, and oftentimes, actually, it's really about small little things that you do on a daily basis. hmm that make the difference. I mean, I think of it in terms of eating. You know, I'm into health and fitness, and I know, as are you, obviously. And it's like, you know, you, sometimes it's not about making some kind of drastic shift. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, that's every true. day, being aware of implementing healthy habits mm-hmm. makes a huge difference when you look back in your year. That's true. And then this, it, it just keeps adding up, you know, versus one big... You know, as Oprah would say, it doesn't have to be an aha moment all the time. 
Exactly. I think most of the time it's not. Yeah. I think most of the time it's yeah. small things. And I think it starts in the new year with saying, what do I want most from myself? Yep. How do I want to feel about myself in the upcoming year? And what do I want to achieve? And it's not what do, what do I want to have, although, you know, those goals are quite powerful and they're valuable as well. But mm-hmm. it's why do I even want those? You know, I'm so yeah. big on getting clear on the why. Well, what is, what's it going to mean for you if you have what, whatever it is, the car you want, right. the you right. want, the money you want, whatever it is? That goal in and of itself is not necessarily a negative thing, but let's figure out what it means for you. Right. And and on that note, we're going to take a, our last commercial break here. And when we get back, we'll talk a little bit more on, on getting clear on what matters most to you and and maybe some how to go about doing that in the new year. So stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials. It addresses relationships, finance, business, health, and above all, creativity. Current planetary cycles can either support or challenge your objectives. I'm Montgomery Taylor. If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at monty at montytaylor.com. That's monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at montytaylor.com. Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I am your host, Karen Litzy, joined today by Lori Field. She is a life coach, clinical social worker, and founder of realbeautyis.com. And today we are talking about uh, how to take your experiences from this year and how to move into next year in, in perhaps a more positive way. So, Lori, before we uh, ended the last segment, you sort of went right into the thing that I was going to ask you about in this segment, and that is sort of getting clear on what matters to you the most. And 
I guess, sort of reflecting back on your year and thinking, you know, what what mattered most to you. But how how what's a good strategy to go about doing that? Because I think when people do that and they look back at the year, they tend to look at the the negative stuff more than the positive stuff. Yeah, um, it's a great question, and it's reminding me of an article I read recently. Um, it's called the article is called "How Will You Measure Your Life." Mm-hmm. And it's by a professor at Harvard Business School. His name is Clayton Christensen. Mm -hmm. Um, People can Google that because it's definitely worth the read. Um, And basically what he says is this. He says that his number one piece of sort of life advice that he would give his students in business school would be to carve out time every single day to think about what is the purpose of their life and to keep that purpose front and center as they move throughout the rest of their life. And, you know, according to him, he says this is more important than, you know, your studies at Harvard and your career and the things that you're going to do in your everyday life because we get so bogged down with the small details of our life. And, yes, some of them are things that have to be done in order for us to, to be alive and to accomplish, you know, some of the things that we want. But... I would bet that most of us don't spend much time on a daily basis really getting quiet, Mm -hmm. emanating distraction, and saying, what do I want the purpose of my life to be? I am here. I am alive. I don't know how long I'm going to be here for. What do I want to create with my life? What at the end of my life will make me feel Like, I lived a life full of purpose and meaning. Now, of course, I'm assuming that most people care about living a life of purpose and meaning. And if you don't, you can just disregard this. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hopefully most people want to, you know, to live a life of purpose and meaning. Yes. Yes. I would hope so. Yes. And, you know, the thing is, and I think that this is sort of such a challenging call because, it's because I think most of us would find that there's a lot of uncertainty there. That unless you're a person that it was very clear to you what you were meant to do, mm-hmm. that I think for a lot of us we go through life not quite sure what we're supposed to be doing or if what we're doing is right or maybe we don't quite feel like we're at where we want where we want to be, but we don't know what else we should do and. And this is, but this, this is the biggest, I think, challenge and call of our lifetime. And the only way to move beyond it and have clarity is to invest your time thinking about it on a regular basis. And I just want to point out this one thing, because this is something I talk about with my clients all the time, is, is to be able to be okay and, and, and relaxed sitting inside your uncertainty because many of us want an answer and a solution very quickly mm-hmm. that this might be something that you're not supposed to figure out so easily because f- if you did we would all be living our most blissful joy happy <laughs> lives and that's not the case for a lot of people right right or this or is, to be able to fix something right away right that the solution is probably complicated and maybe you're supposed to go through a number of different challenges that cause discomfort Mm -hmm. before you figure it out because if you didn't go through that 
you may never get there. Mm-hmm. So I think this is the this is the opportunity, the window into you know kind of your soul to be able to say, I'm supposed to go through this because I'm in practice of figuring out what I'm supposed to do with my life, what's going to bring me the most meaning. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just sit in the question, right? Sit in the question and don't try to answer it. Sit in that question for 10 minutes before you go to bed every night. What's the purpose of my life? What brings me meaning? Don't try to solve it. Don't try to think your way out of it. Sit in the question. Meditate on it. Breathe inside of it. Don't, don't force yourself to have to know mm-hmm. and see what starts to come up for you. You might sit in the question for months and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. But, but oh no, go sitting ahead. in that space allows yourself to expand. And I think when you allow yourself to expand then opportunities begin to show up in your life that you may have never noticed before. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when you, like, meet the person in the elevator and all of a sudden have some random conversation and all of a sudden they work for somebody who, like, it becomes your dream job or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever mm-hmm. it might be. Mm-hmm. But I notice that when I am tapped into places or I have days where I feel like I'm in my flow and, like, I'm just in the moment and I feel good that things happen all the time that I may never have, you know, that kind of feel like miracles that I may never have experienced before. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's an, an important piece of advice in moving into the new year, you know, and, and trying to perhaps create an even better year than the one that you just had mm-hmm. is to... I. I guess to kind of anchor into yourself and, and be open and honest with yourself. Absolutely. And to think back, you know, where, you know, just as you're speaking, this is coming up to me, like, where am I tight? Where am I closed off? Mm-hmm. Where in my body, even physically, do I feel tight and stressed and mm-hmm. uncomfortable? And, you know, those are indicators, like everything that surfaces for us, whether it's physical or spiritual, or our thoughts, Mm -hmm. or how our relationships are playing out, every single thing that presents itself in your life is is an opportunity to say, if this is uncomfortable, i got to figure out what's happening. And many times people find that, you know, the physical ailments are so closely related to something emotional that's going on for them. Absolutely, yeah. Like Like I just said, you know, thoughts are impulses. Mm-hmm. You know, and emotional pain, and this is a whole other show, but, <laughs> show. you know, emotional pain is, is, presents itself within the brain the same as physical pain does, right. you know, so, yeah. It, yeah, I think that you can, they're both very, very tightly bound together, yeah. but on that note, we have about one minute left, okay. so I will let you have your final thought, and which yeah. should take no more than 30 seconds. I'm just going to give a fun activity because I did this last year and it proved to be really fun and inspiring and powerful. So I sat down and I made a list. I opened up a Word document and at the top of it it said, Master List of Wisdom and Inspiration from 2011. Mm -hmm. So you'll do it for 2012. Okay. Literally, like, I I just did a brain dump of, like, what wisdom did I encounter this year? What inspired me this year? And 
you know, the list, I, I just reread it before this show, and it's like hysterical. And I think uh-huh. it's a fun activity, and try not to sort of modify yourself, you know, or edit yourself too yep. much. And just see what comes out of you, because everything that's happened to you up until this point is, is wisdom. It's all information for you to choose how you're going to respond to it and create even more meaning for yourself in the next year. All right. Well, that sounds like a great activity, which I will definitely be doing. And before we sign off, Lori, if you can, uh, how can people get in touch with you if they would like to? Yeah, so you can go to my website. It's realbeautyis.com. And if people want to email me, it's Lori, L-O-R-I, at realbeautyis.com. And have a pretty powerful and energetic um, active Facebook page as well. Just yep. go to Real Beauty is on Facebook. And um, I'm rolling out a group coaching program starting in January. So if anyone is interested to that, there's information right on my website about it. Great. And, uh, you know, again, thank you so much for coming on. And to sure. all the listeners out there, I hope you have a great new year. And we'll be back in 2013 with some really great uh, PT PT people, number first one of the year will be uh, my interview with Lorimer Mosley. So um, that will be January 7th. So everyone, thank you for tuning in. Thanks to everyone here at TalkingAlternative.com. And thanks, Lori, for wrapping it up for us. Thank you. Happy New Year. Okay, thanks. All right. And everyone, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Stay healthy, wealthy, and smart. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hi, I'm Dana. And I'm Don. We are certified certified mediators. mediators. And I am a family and couples licensed therapist and author of Please Don't Buy Me Ice Cream. Our show, New Beginnings, is about helping you and your family recover financially and emotionally and start the beginning of your life. We'll answer your questions on divorce, family court, co-parenting, personal development, new relationships, blending families, and more. Dana and I will bring you to a place of empowerment and belief that even though marriages may end, families are forever. Join us every Monday starting September 10th at 10 a.m. on TalkingAlternative.com. Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. This is Tony Martinetti, the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Technology, fundraising, compliance, social media. Small and medium nonprofits have needs in all these areas. My guests are expert in all these areas and more. Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern, on Talking Alternative Broadcasting. 
Are you fed up with talking points rhetoric? Everywhere you turn, it's left or right spin, ideology, no reality. In fact, it's ideology over intellect. No more. It's time for the truth. Join me, Larry Sharp, a.k.a. The Neosage, Tuesday nights, 9 to 11 Eastern, for the Ivory Tower radio program. In the Ivory Tower, we'll discuss what's important to you, society, politics, business, and family. It's provocative talk for the realist and the skeptic who want to know what's really going on, what does it mean, and what can be done about it. So gain special access to the Ivory Tower and listen to me, Larry Sharp, your Neosage, Tuesday nights, 9 to 11, New York time. Go to ivorytowerradio.com for details. That's ivorytowerradio.com. The Ivory Tower is a great place to visit for both entertainment and education. Listen in, Tuesday nights, 9 to 11. It will make you smarter. TalkingAlternative.com 